Your story is waiting for you today. Your story has something new to say. But your story will only come out to play when you're alone. Alone. Alone in a room with invisible people. The following episode may contain swearing. Alone in a Room with Invisible People is brought to you by hollyswritingclasses.com. If you find value in what we do and you'd like to support the podcast, go to coffee.com, that's K-O hyphen F-I.com forward slash alone, or you can go to alonewithinvisiblepeople.com forward slash support us to find out more. Thank you. Hi, I'm Rebecca Gallardo, the host of Alone in a Room with Invisible People. I'm here today with author and teacher Holly Lyle, and today we are actually going to get right into the topic, which is, I I don't know what the title is at the moment for the podcast that's going to go out, but the worksheet is One Year of Winning at Writing. Yes. And just to kind of, when you are listening to this, we are pre-Christmas at this point even, (laughs) but... (laughs) We are releasing this on Tuesday, December the 31st. If you're lucky enough to to have time to listen to this on Tuesday, then you can do the work as, as uh, you know, Holly has created this worksheet. It's, again, it's free. It's downloadable from our website. You don't have to even give us an email. We kind of, I, I, I really know I wanted to do something big but holly made this bigger (laughs) holly made this (laughs) not just about goal setting but really really huge and if you're lucky enough to be listening to this on the 31st pause it now go get a notebook if you if you can't print these out if you can that's great print them out i did and i will be doing this live with you guys so holly explain what you created this this thing that is so much more huge than i thought (laughs) Okay, well, um, people do New Year's resolutions, and I did New Year's resolutions, and my experience with them was that I failed at every single one I set except for one. The one I succeeded at was writing a novel before I turned 25, which I set when I was 24 on New Year's Eve, and... I discovered years later that I succeeded at that one because it wasn't a real New Year's resolution. And there is well, a like for I said, you. It wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Yes, it was not like all the other resolutions that I did. So what I need to do now is is kind of explain here my history of New Year's resolutions, which was um, this year I'm going to lose 20 pounds. This year I'm going to lose 25 pounds. This year, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. This year, I'm going to lose 75 pounds. And if you listen to the progression there over a period of years, you can kind of tell that that shit isn't working out for me because I am continuing to gain weight. And my process for dealing with that resolution was New Year's Day. I would eat 1,200 calories and exercise for two hours. And for two weeks after that, I would eat 1,200 calories, and exercise for 12 hours, and then I would fucking fail. And I would 
fail hard. And my body, because I had done that two-week starvation thing, was in worse shape than it was before, and I added extra pounds. And it was this progression so that at the point where I was at my heaviest, I was, best guess, 250 pounds. My head, I had high blood pressure. I had diabetes, uh, adult-onset diabetes. Um, I had a parathyroid tumor that I didn't know about. I was developing tongue cancer that I wouldn't know about for a number of years. Um, I had horrible uh, esophageal reflux. I, I had to lie down with my head on several pillows. And um, we discovered all of this shit when we had no health care, when we had no money, when we were just barely scraping by. So I found something that did work. And I, f I found that having a process, having having steps that you can follow, having achievable small goals that lead to a bigger goal was the only way that got me through that. And right now I weigh about 130 pounds and have, have my, and made good health. Um, it has taken me a shitload of years to do this. It was not a fast process. It, I, it took me about 10 years slowly to lose the weight. Um, but it's gone and I don't have any trouble. I, I don't have any of that crap anymore. My, my blood pressure's good. Uh, I don't have high, uh, diabetes, on, uh, adult onset diabetes. Uh, I don't have uh, reflux. I don't have anything. Unless you, have well, any unless you eat wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, I am down half a tongue because I did have to have yeah. uh, surgery to cut out the, the dysplasia and uh, that the, the one cancerous tumor. Uh, so uh, I, <laughs> you know, I, I need to not ever go back to what I did before, but, but I am okay. Uh, and it was, it was a long, long road, but it wasn't once I got this shit down, it wasn't a hard road. I've had the opposite experience with a lot of my new year's resolutions. And I know that some people out there are like me. Um, so we're kind of covering two completely different type of people here. Holly mm -hmm hates the even the term like new year's resolution um and i don't I've, I've always been one of those people that think that you know whatever it takes if if a new year and a new start on some goal is what motivates you and keeps you going then that's great i i there's a lot of people out there that want to see others fail so you see a lot of anti-New Year hate. And I just wanted to point out, that's not what this is. No. That's not at all what this is. And I am a big, huge person when it comes to, to hey, if that's what it takes to get you focused, if that's what it takes to to help you jumpstart something, then hell yeah, I, I do New Year's resolutions every year. And I usually succeed at one, two, or three. My problem, <laughs> um, and this, this is something that Holly... Holly goes over in these worksheets is that the ones that I didn't exceed at weren't were because I didn't set achievable goals. The reasons right. that I I succeeded at the other New Year's resolutions, which I still use that term, is because Holly and Matt listened to Tony Robbins at one point in their lives when they were changing their diet. And this is pre her having adult onset onset diabetes and stuff like that. Um the, and and Mark and I 
were also given the tapes to listen to. And there are certain things that really stuck about what Tony Robbins was talking about. And one of those things is knowing your why. And this is this is something that, that every person, you know, it, it kind of comes around every few years. It becomes a big trend again. And it's not a new concept. But knowing and understanding why I wanted certain things helped me to achieve those goals also with the idea that those are achievable goals <laughs> mm-hmm. other things I didn't have a solid why I didn't have a solid motivation for and I didn't create these kind of steps that would break this big big non-achievable goal down I just wrote something very blanket and it didn't get done yeah yeah so so what we are going to do And this is going to sound a little crazy. We have put together a process where we are going to support you guys for an entire year in the forum as you work through your goals. We and the moderators are going to be in there. They are doing their own goals. We are doing our goals. And we want you guys to set goals that that matter to you. Yeah. Um, And then come on in and work through them using this process and and making sure that you win at writing this year, that whatever your goal is for this year, whatever your achievable goal is this year, that you can be in there and we will help you get there because we're going to be doing the same thing. We are setting our own goals and we are going to be doing this now and this process will work for things that are not writing based but as far as the forum goes as far as our support goes everything like that we're talking about writing we're talking about writers yeah because this is a (laughs) how to write fiction podcast this is a fiction you know how to how to write fiction website hollyswritingclasses.com that's where you would get into the forums um, and, and we are fiction writers. Yes. And, and that's yes. what we do. So, uh, so. <laughs> you can you can talk about other things, obviously, but lead with the writing goal. Stick with the writing goal as far as your main focus to any forum posts. If you also want to throw in, hey, and I also stuck to my lifestyle change, it, it, that's great. Yeah. You know, we'll support oh, you absolutely. on that. Yeah, but just make sure that, that the main focus of your posts in there is is the writing right because this is going to be the winning at writing thing and now and and it's we're it's going to be a big thing in the forums there's going to be a lot of it going on um and it's and i will say right now that it's a lot easier to start than it is to finish yeah so we are very focused on helping you finish because it's it's easy to set really big really crazy goals and then burn out Mm -hmm. so you know, when you come in, um, Becca and I might look at your goals and say, are you sure? Are you sure you want to go that big? Yeah. Or or just say something like, well, how, how would you start? How would you break right. it down? That sort of thing. Yeah, break it down. Break it down. Because, yes, you absolutely can write a novel in one year. And I did it um, as a demo on video in the How to Write a Novel class um, one hour a week. And wrote a novel in nine, nine and a half months. Yeah, at so, one hour a week. However, at one like, hour a week. Yeah, like Holly right. says, though, is nobody writes a novel 
you know, you just it, write words. Yeah, you just write words that lead yeah. to paragraphs, scenes, chapters, etc. Yeah, the first draft. And everybody can write words. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into this worksheet. Okay. Um, now there, there. I did a bunch of of intro. Uh, I did a bunch of explanation in the worksheet. We are not going to be reading that. Yeah, there's uh, a lot there. Yes, y'all can download it and you can take a look and read it yourself. What we are going to do right now is just start in with the worksheets. And um, I am starting from a very funny place here in which I am having you um, choose virtues. A virtue is an action. It is a thing you do. It is how you interact with the world to create something positive. And this process that worked for me, that allowed me to make to do that one successful New Year's resolution that I ever made, which was write a novel in one year, started with virtues. In that, okay, here is my answer from the worksheet. Um, and the, the, the setup here is virtues are actions, they are not results. So what action do you choose to take? And this is what I'm going to be doing this year. These are my actual goals for this year. I will write or revise fiction five hours a week minimum first before I do anything else. Uh, why is this virtue, why is this action a virtue for you? What makes you want to do this? It makes sure I get at least one solid hour of new or revised story content each writing workday. It keeps me focused on creating the things I love most. It keeps me close to my worlds, characters, and stories, even on days when most of my time has to go elsewhere. It guarantees that I will finish existing projects and write new ones. It lets me start each workday happy. It makes sure I dance with the one that brought me, which is fiction and makes fiction my mental priority. It forces me to do the things that allow me to come up with better writing techniques, better approaches, better solutions to writing pro problems. In other words, stuff that I can then teach you guys. Mm. And it keeps me honest. I have to stay current in writing my own fiction to teach writing fiction because people who aren't writing fiction anymore and are still teaching writing fiction are not in the game. Yeah, And I yeah, have to stay in the game. Yeah, very cool. Okay, so <clears throat> let's break down for me in live what it mm -hmm. is that would work. So in my head, I'm thinking I want to get Fulton Hills out there. So for me, the first thing that shows up in my mind is publish The House on Andrews Ave, mm -hmm. publish um, my short story, my, my short story collections. And at the moment, I have... Um, two, which, and they're not finished. None of these things are finished. So okay. actions for me, I guess that would be, you know, finish the revision, mm -hmm. which would mean that I would have to go through all the rest of the lessons. So, um, and again, at the time we are recording, this is like the 13th. Oh yeah. Happy Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, but it's. So I am, and oddly enough, coincidentally, I am on lesson 13. Huh. So I would have to, you know, focus and get the rest of the lessons done. 
so how how would I put this as as my actions as far as um what I'm what I'm doing or is this is this something that is a, a more of a clear cut goal that I've already narrowed down? No, that's that. There are you you want to um, complete each lesson mm-hmm. or each remaining lesson and um, find the necessary changes in the novel. Okay, so those are both yeah. those are both virtues. Well, and then uh, I'm doing both, the yeah. the write in, which is one, right. and then I'm do, sending that out to the you and Matt first. Mm-hmm. So that's the edit. Yeah, and so I'll yeah. edit it, and then I send it out to Bug Hunters. Right. So then that's the other edit. Mm-hmm. Once you get that back. Yeah. Um. So so then you're going to do um a a content edit, and then a bug hunt edit. Yeah. And yeah. Then and create then, the cover and mm-hmm. the title page and the the, mm-hmm. the links at the end. And the cover copy. What is what is that exactly? That's that's when you're saying um, in a world. Oh where, yeah, yeah. The yeah, blurb. You know. So blurb, yeah, you got to yeah. do the the blurb, and right. then uh, put all of that together and mm-hmm. upload it to Amazon and my own site. And so then that leads me also to updating my own site. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I did. I have a list of of this written down. I don't know. Yeah, I do have it with me. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, start writing book two, update my website, create mailing list, get a set of Fulton Hills flash fiction out, at least one, get at least two of the short Fulton Hills full, full uh, short stories out yeah. as well. So all of these I can break down into this ginormous board. But what's neat is um, each step you can break down individually. So when it comes to the Fulton Hills book, we, we've kind of demonstrated that I would start it at finishing the lessons and then I would look at my days, Monday through Thursday really, are open if, if I keep to the Monday through Friday work schedule, Saturday and Sunday off. Mm-hmm. So I would designate a certain amount of time each day to that process. So that's that's how I've broken it down from I want to get my short stories published and out there I want to get the House on Andrews Avenue published. Right. Okay, cool. Right. And oh, okay. the why. Why this action is a virtue for me. Right. Um because I want to write. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your why's here are going to be uh, your virtues, virtues for each of those actions. So just probably pick. Oh yeah, one one <laughs> of the actions and figure out the virtue for that one. Yeah. Well. Um, okay. Let's take a random one, not just the biggest ones or anything. Yeah, but uh, right. let's just say the update the website. Right. So. Okay. So why is that a virtue? I'm having issues with the word virtue. I don't know why. It just doesn't feel to me like the appropriate word for this because virtue is like. It's, it doesn't feel like an action to me. Virtue is something that you do that brings good to the world. That is, it's not a passive thing. It's an active thing. Okay. It, or, it, or it brings good to you. Yeah. But this, why is this, vir- actu- why is this action a virtue for you? Why is it bringing good to you personally? Okay. M- updating my website, it, it would be easier 
for folks to be able to find me, my writing, mm-hmm. easier to excite folks by by showing them because the the different things I want to do with my website, I want to put um, Fulton Hills the world I want that to be more accessible for folks to be able to go in and see my sketches of different characters or sketches of the little monsters that I've created um sketches of the cryptids it's something that would bring me a lot of excitement it's interactive so Mm -hmm. people will see after they read the book they'll start to see things from from what happened in in that that particular book so after we take our actions and then we say, why is this action a virtue for us? Then the next thing we do is, is we ask, how will taking this action and succeeding at it make your own life better? And this is, what do you get out of it? And this was the point where that one New Year's resolution that I set, that I actually kept, really came to life for me. And that was I, I've gone I've done this a couple of times now I'm getting a little stronger about doing it that was when I was working in the ER and those two kids came in and we coded them for over an hour apiece and they did not make it and their mother and father were not were, were not together and it was they lost everything right then and right there and I knew that I had to be home with my kids so my objective in writing fiction was to be able to work full-time from home and be there for my kids so that I could protect them. That was my leverage. It was, and, and you, to succeed at a goal, you have to understand what you get out of it. And this is absolutely selfish. This is what you personally get out of it. And there is nothing wrong with doing things that you get something out of because that's the only way you can survive. This is a survival tactic here. It is how will, how will this goal allow me to live my life better because until you can save yourself you can't save the person next to you on the airplane so this is how do i save myself yeah and that's it's selfishness in a good way and it is yes and it is important that you have something in your life that you love that motivates you that keeps you creative that keeps you feeling like life is worth living and if writing is that for you then hell yeah yeah. So, but the, but the big thing is here, I want to make sure that just like with the goals, you have to break down the the what makes my life better. It can't just be oh, I'll earn a lot of money. Right. So let me go ahead and I'm going to do my demonstration here, mm-hmm. and then you can figure through from one of your goals what yeah. you're doing. Um, first off, for me, I'll have fun. I'll get to do awful things to my characters and then get to figure out how they'll get themselves out of those messes, which is part of the joy of writing for me, is getting my characters into these god-awful situations and then having them find their own way out. I'll get to create new work, and I'm happiest when I'm creating. I'll finish books and grow my front list and back list, which may help me earn new readers and a better income, but there are no guarantees about that for any writer or for any project. You cannot guarantee that outcome. All you can guarantee is the part that gets you, the, the, the part of it that you control, which is you can grow your front list and extend your back list by creating new work. What happens after that is entirely out of your hands. 
Um, I will teach myself better ways to problem solve tricky bits of fiction technique and learn in my own practice things that I can teach to fellow writers. And again, I have learned something new with every book I have written, with every story I have written. I try new things all the time. I experiment constantly. And I, I rarely do anything exactly the same way twice, but I modify and I expand techniques and I learn. And everything I do, I have fun with because it's not the same thing as the thing I did before. And finally, I'll keep the flow of story ideas coming so I can write even more books. This is beneficial because the only work thing that I can do that is better than writing a book is writing a lot of books. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's really cool. Um, okay, so I'm just going to narrow it down. I'm going to say finishing the revision on The House on Andrews Avenue. Very nice. That's the one I want to focus on. So how will succeeding at this action make my own life better? Well, um, going through the lessons, I am learning so much, not just about my process. And this is also going to help me with future books and make the process of revising easier and faster and better every time I do it. This is making me a better writer. And honestly, it feels like it's making me a better person. Um, the more I stick to something, the more that I uh, push away the mental illness part of my life that I'm going through right now, the depression, the anxiety, the more, the more I focus on the creating, the more I focus on Fulton Hills as a world, as a real tangible thing, the less important my, uh, my problems become in a way. Yeah, they're very real. Yeah, that is, an, I, I just want to say that is so important, is that your your emphasis on creation mm -hmm. is life-affirming, and and it can be, and was for me too, a survival fucking thing. Yeah, the depression, the anxiety, all of that's very real, and sometimes you, you sink into it, and sometimes you need a break from things. So as I've said in the past, not forcing yourself to write allowing yourself to take that time off um is important because not all grief is going to go away everybody's like oh this will this will pass and and it's very nice that people care enough to want you to be in a better mood but at the same time not all grief passes not all right. grief will ever leave you and focusing on a creative way to to handle that is is a healthy way to get that grief on the page and and kind of say fuck you you know, like, uh, or, or to highlight the, the good parts of somebody who is gone. I have mentioned before that one of uh, my friends died recently. And it was somebody who was very, you know, it, very instrumental in my past, you know. And I put him in the book the best way that I could, the most realistic way that I could, honoring his good and his bad. I didn't make it obvious to to probably anyone who he was but I am honoring his his presence in my life in a way that will keep him alive in my mind forever and I I think focusing on the revision is making me a better person it's making me a better writer it's exciting me it's building this world it's it's giving me this this way to put hints of everything that I love and everything that I want to 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 change in my own life 
in each and every scene with every single character. It's, it's building this mystery for myself and for future readers. It is giving me a purpose. This, this podcast has given me a purpose. And I posted this the other day on Twitter. And I'm going to say it again here today because this is important. Um, this podcast is every writer can be a writer alone and succeed. You can absolutely yeah. do that, but you don't have to. And as I wrote on Twitter, nobody has benefited from this more than me. I can say that for a fact. I can say that every single one of you listeners out there that has commented, that has come into the forums and talked to, to us or shared with us what they're creating or how they've gotten something out of this, every single review left, every single like, every single message we've gotten or comment or, or you know, just anything, recommendation on Facebook, um, that has meant more than you guys could possibly know because without you guys, I don't know if this podcast would still be a thing. Without the listeners that are a big part of keeping us here, keeping us motivated. We, we want to be able to, to help you guys without knowing that we are helping people. What would even be the point, right. you know? So, um, that is, has given me a strong purpose and it's also given me a strong bit of consistency that I needed in a time where I was falling apart and the revision is doing the same thing. It's giving me a structure to my days and goals because I really want all of this to come out. I really want other people to read this world and to be excited by it and moved. So I'm getting a lot out of the revision already and, and I know that it'll just keep going. So with that, we move on to the next sheet. And this is how will creating this virtue and succeeding at this action improve the lives of the people who matter most to you. And this is list every reason you can imagine. Now, my, I'm, I'm, mine was, this was a little shorter for me because I can group my, my people who matter me, to me into three groups. Um, my family, the more I create and the better I do it, the less stress there is in all our lives and the better we live. My readers, if I tell stories that are meaningful and fun for my readers, I can bring joy, excitement, and even different ways of looking at tough places in their own lives to them. And I do include a lot of the shit that I have gone through in my own life in the stories that I write, well disguised, but I have a lot of stuff in there with characters dealing with stuff like the stuff that I dealt with and me kind of showing how I used it and sometimes finding my own solutions in writing the damn stories so that I figured out how to fix my own problem by writing the story and having another character do it first. So there's a lot of stuff going on in that fiction. And sometimes I have, I have received emails from writers who said, yeah, this really helped, or from readers who said, yeah, this really helped. And my third group of people who really matter to me are my writing students. And I can keep myself sharp and my skills current by walking the walk and making damn sure that what I teach, I can prove. 
can't make every process work for every writer, but if I can show how and why it works for me, my students can figure out how to adapt the techniques and processes to fit their own needs. Nice. Yeah. Um, for me, how will revising the novel um, and succeeding improve the lives of the people who matter most to me? Um, so I'm going to take it as the revision and the publication of the because I've got so many that I can pick and choose from um well it gives me a purpose in life and when I have purpose especially going through the infertility thing and and going through this kind of quarter life crisis I guess I I mean I hope it's a quarter uh quarter well that's a little bit uh because I'll die at 120 so let's just say a third because you know that would be over 100 that'd be great if I um I'm going through this third life, this one third of a life of crisis. Um, giving myself this purpose also makes Tony happier because my husband doesn't have to to suffer watching me suffer, which I know he does, and he can't do anything about it. He's doing what he can, but sometimes that doesn't fix a problem. So right. having me revising and feeling more confident and feeling so fucking excited about the things that I'm creating and putting into the book through the revision that's going to make his life better because I'm happy (laughs) yeah and um as far as with you if you know if I'm revising you get to hear about all of this cool shit that I'm doing with the book and how your stuff is working to 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 fix what I'm doing and and how I'm taking the course that you made and and I'm pulling all of this neat shit out of it. And you get to be a huge part of what I'm creating, which is a good thing for you. That brings me joy. Yeah. It does. I love that. Yeah. I, I love that's, your success. I know that you love being a part of my work. So it makes you happy. And then the publication, I could make other people happy with what I'm writing. You know, just that <laughs> idea that somebody could open this book and read it and be excited or be scared or be you know like entranced by something you know magical or cryptid like or I mean looking at everything that I'm writing the fact that somebody could be like yeah man I want to I want to see more of this world I'm bringing joy to their lives you know my my people whoever they are out there I'm coming for you (laughs) just give me a shot read my stuff and I hope that you love it and I mean if you're somebody who wants to read this world um I hope that you enjoy it I hope that you read it and and you're sucked into the world and it brings you joy that's the idea of me bringing other people joy also brings me joy it's like right well, it was it was part of the payback you got back when you were writing fan fiction. Yeah, was that people loved your shit. Yeah, people when they were reading that stuff, they that was the stuff they wanted to read. They wanted to see these characters get together, go through struggle, get together, be together, love each other, have this life, and um, some of them wanted to see the more, it, it, you know, adult themed <laughs> erotic kind of raunchy stuff and they got it and they got joy and they and they would write like I was writing one where I was doing a scene a day they were short scenes it was adventure and they would come in every day and they would read and they're like "Ah, I can't wait for the next part knowing that there are people out there that get that kind of joy from reading my book would be amazing 
Yeah. You know, I, I, I definitely put Tony and you first because I know that publication would make you feel better for me as well. Um, and I know Tony would be excited for me that I've got something out there that people can, can read that is under my name because that's, that's what he really wants (laughs) for me. Um, but yeah, there's, I think if you really focus on this part, really focus on how, what doing this, how this, this virtue, as Holly puts it, um, brings joy to people that you love. Mm-hmm. That also will start to bring joy to you as you list it all out. It makes you feel yes. better. Yes, and it, it, it allows you to see exactly why this is an actual virtue. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's a little fuzzy at first. It's a little hard to see. Well, you know, how can my writing fiction be a virtue? But as you see how it affects your life, as you see how it affects the lives of people who matter to you, then the, the virtue part of it becomes very, very clear. Okay. And that is the end of the virtue part of it because now we're going on to the next part. Okay. Um, okay. So now, having gone through your virtues, you are going to stare into your desired future and see yourself working towards your objective. What does this virtue look like in your everyday life? Show each small achievable action you're taking in best guess order. Print extra pages if necessary. I want to use a real life example for this real quick before we get into next year. Go for it. I had spent years and years drawing and wanting to be better. Um, I would draw and doodle and just you know have fun I picked up the creative license by Danny Gregory a a book that I suggest to anybody who cannot even draw the quote stick figure you know I can't even draw a straight line that's who gives a shit you don't need very many straight lines so pick up creative license by Danny Danny Gregory um again this is not sponsored or anything like that it's just something that I I've sent out five or six of these copies of these books to people it's it's that important because it perfection is not the goal but I would get in these moods and draw and then not and I never put it in my head the same way with writing is that you don't have to be in a mood you have to show up and my favorite one of my favorite fucking quotes by Picasso is that inspiration has to find you working never occurred to me that that hey art is the same thing so I remember one night I was laying there trying to go to bed and I had this repeated thing that I would tell myself well not tell myself but show myself that would help me relax and go to sleep and it was me in this forever home that I wanted that I want still want to have with Tony that I want to build and I have this huge studio and I I would you know after I'd get my words I would go paint I would go do things and I finally told myself one day I was like okay well when is when is this going to happen you have to start sometime you know when are you going to become this great artist you're not doing anything so I think it was at the end of 2016 that I told myself this. I'm pretty sure that 2017 was the year that I devoted to drawing. And I took myself from a standard, eh, okay, artist 
that people liked some of the stuff that I was doing. All the way at the end of 2018, I had some really, really good, like I can look at it and say it's very good work done. I have work Mm -hmm. in pencil that is pretty much professional grade. I've I've done portraits for people, um, pet portraits, human portraits, and they look realistic. And that was one of the goals that I had. And I've done paintings that I absolutely love. I've done funny, stupid paintings. Um, when I could still drink, I would do these tipsy Fridays or tipsy painting days on our um, art group. And people would throw things at me like, oh, I want to see a UFO. Oh, I want to see, you know, it, it needs to pick up a cow. So I would do this kind of Bob Ross video where I was watching Bob Ross and I was painting his thing, but then people would throw this extra shit at me. So I'd add the UFO lifting a cow. I mean, I really opened myself up. And that was part of what mom is talking about here is seeing yourself doing certain things. But then the thing I wasn't doing was taking action on it. And Mm -hmm. 2017 changed that for me. And I cannot even express the level of skill I earned by taking action on those those things where I was envisioning what the perfect life for me would be. Yeah. So this is yeah. so important, guys. This is a huge step. This is this is really this is pretty much this is the ball game right here. Um so what I have is I am doing and then there's a blank line, and there's there's just this list of things with I am doing, and this is what you see. Turn on computer. Bring up current manuscript first. Doing fiction first each day. That's my first one. Set a 10-minute timer. Find end point from previous day, which I always mark with an HHH, so I can just search it and go straight to it. Identify current day starting point. I am doing working in 10 minute runs, write new words or revise existing words for a minimum of six runs. That's an hour. I am doing save work, move on to rest of day's work. So those are very specific action oriented one step at a time processes that will get you from this thing in your head to this thing in your life. Okay, so for mine, if I was to cover the revision, um, what I'm doing is seeing Tony off to work and Mm -hmm. sitting down at my desk. Um, I typically clear the emails, help desk, forum check, planner. So I I put all my to-dos, and I love having that done first because that gives me this huge window of the rest of the day. And it also allows me to add in like points where I I stop and I take a 10 minute break. So when I'm revising, I actually don't use the 10 minute timer as much unless I'm working with Holly, then she uses the 10 minute timer and I go with her. Um, I use a 50 minute timer. So I set or a 30 minute, depending on how scattered my brain is and how much I have to do that day. So I'll go with the 30 minutes. Let's say I have a lot of shit that I want to get accomplished around the house. So what I do is I set a 30 minute timer and I get as much done on 
that lesson is possible. So I, I would say I am doing the a specific lesson. And when the timer goes off, I am taking 10 minutes to try to hit one or two or a part of one of those cleaning things. So I'm up, I'm physically moving. I'm, I am doing a chore. I am listening for the timer. When the timer goes off, I set the timer for 30 minutes. I sit down and I am doing the revision again. So it's like, I just keep doing this and keep doing this until I hit a certain number of hours or until I can finish the lesson, which is obviously the preference. <laughs> you know, with yeah. the with the one B's, it would be something like, I am trying to get through a tenth of the manuscript today <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Right. Um, and then it would end the same way as, as I am closing up this lesson. I am scanning the revision because I'm sharing it with the people in the How to Revise Your Novel. You get see all of that so I gotta scan it um I am uploading to Dropbox for Holly I am downloading the next day's lesson and depending on how much time I have left I might read the lesson I might start the lesson but most likely I am putting that aside for the next day printing out whatever worksheet I need and setting up the revision binder for the next day and pushing it aside Nice. And then probably I'm going to go read or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I want to, because you, you told a really good story about your art, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go back to how I actually became a writer. I had a workable plan for how to do it because I had been reading Writer's Digest. I had been reading Lawrence Block. I had found Telling Lies for Fun and Profit. And I had seen what he was doing. And there was this, I had this revelation that I was never going to be a writer who could write full-time with my kids until I wrote the damn book. And it finally fucking clicked. So I sat down and I figured out how many words I would need in a novel. I, fig I, I then did math and figured out how many days I was giving myself to write the book. I then figured out how many words I had to do per day, figuring that I would need weekends, figuring that I was not going to be able to get a lot of words done in a day because I had one child and was very pregnant with the next child and uh, was, was going to have two in diapers at the same time while I was doing this. So um, I was starting the game on hard mode. I thought you actually had both of us at that point. No. If you were 22 when I was I born, was, 24. I was 24. So, yeah, we were both in diapers. You're right. Okay. So, yeah, I had two in diapers. Yeah. At that point, I was just creating this very small set of goals that I was going to achieve. And I had already figured out, I had also read Anne Lamott's Bird by Bird. And the only thing I found in that book that I could use was that she wrote to a 10 minute timer. Um, she does not work the way I do, and, but, it, but it was a good book. And the 10 minute timer thing stuck with me for the rest of my career. And I started that, I stayed with that. Um, and I was, I was just grabbing 10 minutes when the kids were taking naps and I was doing the word count and it was just a little word count, but I was doing it and I kind of fell behind. So we went on vacation to the beach and while they 
slept and while they were out with their grandparents or while they were out with their dad, I just wrote and I was writing 12 pages a day at that point to hit the deadline because I had gotten way behind and it was getting really close to my birthday. (laughs) And I did it. I finished the book. It sucked. It was a god awful book, but I did it. And I did it with small goals, followed up consistently, and uh, did that last little push at the end to finish it so that I actually kept it. So that's what this is. Yeah. So folks, if you if you have wanted to do a 10-minute timer challenge and you, you want, I'll, I'll link the forum in the uh, show notes. You will have to have an account. Again, it's free. You get a bunch of free cool stuff. But um, to get to the forum and post, you would have to, you know, have an account there. I will link it in there and you just join in. If you, if you want to set where you do 10 minute timers, three days a week, maybe that's where you start and you grow from there. Don't think you have to be like some of our, our folks that are in there right now and, and hit every single day, 10 minutes, every single day, because then if you fall and you don't have one, then, then you're going to feel let down and it's going to be easier to skip the next day skip the next day and then just forget about the whole thing entirely so just just start small at I'm going to do a 10 minute timer on my days off or on my ride home if you take the Amtrak or something like that find a place where you know in your life a 10 minute writing session will fit just start there right Right. and and be gentle with yourself yeah, um, if you miss a day, if you're, if you're having a shit day and you miss it, okay, shit happens. There's tomorrow. Yeah, everybody yeah. messes up. Everybody eats that, you know, entire cake instead of just one piece or whatever it is. But yeah. just remember, the next day you can get back to what you were doing before. Yes. Now, there is a second part to this workshop. Because this is a big workshop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's meant to last for the entire year. Um, but you're not meant to do all of these worksheets for the entire year on January 1st. This is, this is kind of a rolling build your progress as you go kind of thing. Yeah. And you know what? If you're listening to this in March, if you just found us in June, if you just found us in August, look at, look at it as from August to December 31st, what can I achieve and make it an achievable goal do the worksheet anyway, and just plan on starting in 2021 or 2022, where, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> yes. Yes, because this is something that we want to continue to support. That Because this, this is, is a step-by-step helping our guys live the lives they want to live, which is the thing we most want to do. Yeah. Because we know how fun it is to write fiction. We love this shit. And if you can have that kind of love in your life and that kind of joy in your life, you win. Mm-hmm. That's why this is winning at writing. Yeah. Because if the, if you love to write, then we want to help you do that. Yeah, we want to help you make it a priority in your life, whatever level of priority you can make it. Yeah. yeah. So defining the, pride. Yes. Okay. Um, pride. It is, I, I, have to, I have to go through a couple of things here. I cannot be proud of being a brunette <laughs> because I had nothing to do with that. Um, my father's sperm hit my mother's <laughs> egg and the genes combined and I was the 
haphazard and probably accidental result of that action. <laughs> um, there, I, so I get, I cannot, there is no portion of my physical makeup or anything that I can be proud of because I didn't do it. Yeah, you can, you can love the, the, past or you can love your hair color or yeah i get that yeah yeah but it's not something you did so okay now there is i i'm going to take something here that i am proud of and it's a weird something and i don't know if i have mentioned talked about this on the podcast before but when i was 14 years old i lived in costa rica yeah you talked about uh, this okay my parents were missionaries they were learning spanish and I was attacked. I was I was going to the Instituto de Lengua Española, which was the Spanish language institute that taught Americans and other foreigners how to speak Spanish. And I was uh, 14 years old, and they they had made an exception to let me be in that class. I was alone at the bus stop after school that day, and it was this. I was it was me and adults, and I was alone at the bus stop, and some guy ran up behind me and grabbed me and started rubbing himself up against me and fondling me and doing some things that just absolutely, I, I just, I, I, for a moment I was just stunned. Um, cause I was, I was 14. I had never had anything like this happen. And the instant after I was stunned, I lost my shit. I took my umbrella. I, I, slammed my head into his face I stomped on the arch of his foot I I think I might have hit him with an elbow I was making this crazy growling noise and I turned and I attacked him with my umbrella and he fled and I ran after him so I was at the time 14 I weighed 90 pounds um I was not in any way shape or form imposing but um I made an adult male run away and that was taking action so, and that was me. That was, that was just me and who I am. And so what you are looking for, I can be proud of that. Yeah. I can be proud of that. I got mean and mad and crazy. And, and that worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> what you can, you can be proud of the things you do, even if they are not traditional things you do. Um, like that was certainly not a traditional thing. You get to be proud of that because that came out of you. That is your action, your motive, your meaning, some portion of your life that you controlled. And that's what we're going to work on now, which is with writing, what you are going to look at the things you can be proud of and you are going to set specific pride goals that are based on your loves, passions, desires, and then actions. And my demonstration for this, you just ask yourself, what if I did this thing? Okay, this is project into the future. And mine is, what if I complete the revision of Dead Man's Party? How can I, this is, how can I be proud of this action? Okay. The question, what if I, 
Um, how will I do that? A minimum of five hours a week of revision until it's done. Uh, if four days a week, then Monday through Thursday, I'll be doing eight 10-minute timers on Monday and eight 10-minute timers on Tuesday and seven 10-minute timers on Wednesday and Thursday. And the reason I have that broken up that way is because right now Becky and I are doing the podcast on Fridays. Yes. So I'm not writing on Friday. So I basically have four writing days a week. Um, I am trying to maintain my equanimity and my my ability to, con- to to get a lot of shit done on the weekdays by taking weekends off. I might have to modify that, but we'll see. Um, if I were writing five days per week, then I would be doing six minute timers, six 10 minute timers a day for five days. Um, and if I do that, then I complete the revision. If I complete the revision, then what will that do for me? It will put into Matt, I will then, uh, you're, you're progressing through this step by step. If I complete the revision, then I will put it in Matt's hands for an edit and will then fix plot and character and other issues that he finds. And I have a date on there for on that worksheet where I will write in the day that I hand the revision over to him. Not the date that he does the, the edit. The date I hand him the revision, that's the date for succeeding at that. So you're saying you don't have that pre-planned. You have that spot ready for when you hand it over, and then you'll fill it in. Right, exactly. Um, I will, my next step, put the edited version in the hands of beta readers who will locate typos, formatting, errors, and other pre-pub issues. And I have a date for that, the date that I contact my, my bug hunters and say, okay, I've got the completed, edited version, the part, the part where Matt has already done his thing, and I have then fixed everything he found. And then I hand off the final version, as far as final as I can get it, to my bug hunters, and then they find things. And then I put the date that it goes out to them, not the date I get it back. After I get it back, which is its own thing, I will create and test cover art, cover copy, titles, sales blurbs, and promotional emails, keywords, all of the stuff that Amazon needs, etc. After I get the bug hunt back and after I fix the bugs, then that's the next step from that. And there is a date for the day that I complete all of those things, all of the testing, all of the, the cover testing, all of the font testing, all of the blurb testing and then my final thing for this project is I will publish the final book with the best cover copy and title best blurbs best emails and then I will move on to the next book and I have the date for that and on the day that I move on to the next book is the day that I get to mark that goal finished very awesome and and those are all things all actions I take that I can be proud of and I can mark a date on there that I have completed this. I am proud of this because I did this thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to not go through one of mine. I'm going to set it as if I was somebody who um, hasn't done stuff yet. So okay, um, maybe you've been dabbling at stuff. Let's, let's say you want to take the how to write flash fiction that doesn't suck course. So you're looking at, you want to, by the end of the year, have a series of, let's say you do the entire thing, you have 11 flash fiction stories and your goal is to have them published. That's the goal you set for yourself for this year. So what if I 
want to take this course. So you're going to set it up for, well, that's a three-week course. So you want to, and, and of course, you don't have to do it in three weeks. That's the cool thing is that it's self-paced. Right. No, it, it's it's there permanently and it, you can take as long as you need. Yeah. But let's just say you have the first month, I'm going to finish this course. So that is something you would write down. So if, the, walk me through this. So Okay. So what is, what are the steps to getting that book published? No, no, just not, not, okay, well, yeah. That's, that's the goal is to have the t the 11 by the end of the year to have 11 flash fiction stories for one ebook that you want to publish. Right. Okay. So then how are you going to do that? I'm going to take the how to write flash fiction that doesn't suck course. If you take the course, then what are you going to, what are your I wills okay. for that? Um, I will try to make sure that I have two 10-minute timers twice a week to go through the lessons. And there's three weeks. So I'm going to say it takes me about a month to get through the three weeks, maybe six weeks. It takes me, because remember, I'm only doing 40 minutes a week because that's all I have. Right. But I'm going to go through each lesson and we'll say it takes we'll say it takes a month and a half to get through six weeks okay. and I've gotten the very, very rough first draft of each okay, story that's done. Okay. That, that, Oh is yeah. That's be, the next part. Yeah, okay. That's your next one. If, if I go through and stick with the lessons, then I will. If I do that, then I will have rough draft versions of each of the 11 stories done. And right. then I'll put okay. in the date that I finish. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. So after you have the first drafts of your 11 stories done, what's your next I will? I will go back through and revise for typos, revise to make sure that the characters all seem the same uh, or consistent, uh, that nobody's hair goes from bright pink to bright blue. <laughs> um, I will revise... For the word counts, make sure that I hit that 500 word count. If I have ones that are less, I'm going to see if I can use those extra words. See if I can add a little bit more. And a really good point on that, since we're on the Flash Fiction course, is that you don't have to buy the full-length How to Revise Your Novel course. I have a free, tiny yes. revision workshop on my website, on, on my hollylyle.com website. And we can put the link into yeah. the show for you for that. Yeah. Because, she, she yeah. Is, it's a part of her, I think it's one of your articles in your yeah. personal website, which is Um But yeah, there's a free revision uh, breakdown for you. So I'm going to say that's going to be my next, if I finish the stories, I will mm -hmm. take that free revision bit and pieces and learn how to revise these very basic stories and then once I'm done revising all of them that I will write in the date for that right and then your fourth thing yeah my next thing would be next I will I am going to post on the forums to find myself a couple of beta readers some people who will read my work and I will exchange with them I'll read some of their work because that also helps me learn how to to write fiction by finding other people's mistakes. 
And um, another thing I can link, Schrodinger's Pet Shop Writers Group, it gives you the rules so I can link that in there. So I will follow the rules of that and exchange beta reads with other people. And um, once I'm done betaing their work and they're done with mine, I guess that gives me another, another date to put down as I've received the feedback. Right. So the next right. thing, the next I will would be I will revise the feedback. Mm-hmm. And, and and you can print off as many of these worksheets as you, you need, by the way, because yeah. we have just run out of the first worksheet. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. I'm yeah. going, this one's going to be pretty long. So it, and again, you don't have to print it if you have uh, ink issues like me. Um, <laughs> ink is very expensive. Paper can be expensive depending on your budget. So then you just, you just write in a notebook because this is just as good. So then the future I wills, I'll just go through them real quick, is I will revise for the feedback that I got. I will create a nice free cover. You create a blurb. You write down the day that you got your cover. You write down the day that you got your your blurb done. And then you publish. And that would be the goal for the end of the year. And you write down the date that you put it on Amazon, that it got published. And then you've achieved that goal. And hopefully you'll make some money on it. Right. Right. And and that is um, what I have done for myself is from there, uh, I set up three more pride sheets. But these are just starter sheets mm-hmm. because until I finish, my, my pride date set is uh, 1-1-2020 for the goals that I read. And up at the very top, there is a date achieved for for all of the goals on that sheet once I finish those and it's going to take me a while to do that because that's all the way through to publication mm-hmm. um, my next goal is what if I complete the revision of the wishbone conspiracy ah and then after that one it is what if I complete the revision of the Ohio novel because I thro- wrote three novels last year yeah <laughs> um, yeah and then um, the next one is, what if I complete the first draft of The Emerald Sun, which is the last book of Moon and Sun, and I, I have already started it. I've got the outline done. I have the first chapter written, but um, I, I hit the point where I didn't want to write a fourth novel without revising any of the first three. I need to finish and publish some books before I write yet another book. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and did you have one more of those? Or? No, that was it. That okay, was cool. because that was that was four whole pride things, and there are no dates that go on any of the later sheets until you have finished all of the things on the first sheet. Yeah. So let's say that that's your goal for the year is the flash fiction, how to get, and you want to get a sto- uh, uh, an ebook up with 11 stories and let's say everything goes faster Let, let's plan for that so let's say it's not mm-hmm. going to happen by december like you thought but maybe it's going to happen by march who knows maybe you're really kicking ass and you're able to spend some more time at it have some other goals in mind it's like okay well what if i um finish a second book of flash fiction what if i get a set of five short stories written you know whatever it is that you want that that kind of plan for what you would want to do next. So right. for me, for instance, let's look at my my to-do list when it comes to the writing. If I can find it, give me a second. Oh, there it is. Okay, so what if I get the House on Andrews Avenue 
published. Let's just say that's the big thing right there. Or, yeah, or, and let's say that happens kind of early. Yeah, say it happens kind of early. Well, um, what if I finish my first draft of book two in Fulton Hills Published uh, uh, Paranormal Society? Right. Um, wh what if I get the revision done of the book two? So right. that's putting a whole lot on one year. <laughs> but that instead, is putting a yeah, whole lot on one year. Yeah, I could say that's big stuff. Yeah. I could say, what if I, I get my first set of flash fiction in the Fulton Hills world published? Then it would be the short stories. Then it would be the book, book one, published. So that, that sort of thing. So wherever you are, um, maybe it's I get my first book revised. Um, what if I get that book published? What if I outline the next book I want to write so that that sort of thing just build right. up from from your next logical step and then have those sheets ready just in case you're taking advantage of your time better than you realized you would right because you want to have a place to go you want to have not just the little plan but the stuff that follows after that because if you are working towards success and following a workable process you are going to succeed <laughs> yeah and you have to know where you want to go you have to imagine not just the the current success but okay well what do I do after that and have a place to go so that you don't lose your momentum so that you can do it well for me you know my first book uh, was called Hearts and Stitches and it took me seven years to revise it it was a horrible romance novel and it didn't really get all that much better my second book was Fire in the Mist, and Fire in the Mist sold the first time out the first place I sent it, and it did really well for me. It's you, but I knew after I, after I finally pulled the plug on Hearts and Stitches, I knew that I wanted to write another book, and that's what I started, and I had the same process already built, because in spite of the fact that the book sucked, the way I wrote hearts and stitches was to have a word count set to write to a 10 minute timer to get stuff done and that part worked yeah so that's yeah so you do that yeah find the method that works for you and what we're going to do is we're going to have a forum um thread for this within the alone in a room with invisible people and you might want to also put in your if, if you use a planner, if you use a Bujo, if um, you have like, you know, the monthly, weekly, daily thing, put in there to once a week, come in there and update your status. Um, if you're more like to do once a month, you can do that. But I think once a week would keep the focus a little bit better. So make it every Monday, every Friday, whatever day that you think that you would would be most likely to come in there and update. So what we're going to do in the forums is we are going to have a weekly post. Now you do not have to come in every week. If your things are set, if you have set up your goals on a monthly basis, that's fine. If you have set them up on a daily basis, that's fine. But once a week, um, I'm going to put up a post that is specifically for that week. And no matter how you're doing it, if you want to come in on that, just come in on that week 
and post for your monthly goals or post for your daily goals. How many of your daily goals did you hit? Or um, however you want to do this, it's just we will have over at the end of the year 52 posts um, collected into a little thing at the top bar and you will be able to go through and kind of see what not what just what you've done but what other people have done too and kind of it's really inspirational yeah to go through and see people doing their wrap-up at the end of the year well okay this because at the end of the year we're going to do a summary post what did you accomplish at the end of the year and you're going to have these worksheets that you've done and you are going to be able to go through at the end of the year and specifically look at the stuff you did because you you can't do much of anything in a day but if you do things in a day every day you will have done a hell of a lot of stuff by the end of the year oh yeah yeah for and, sure i mean look at yeah. you last year you completed three novels <laughs> yes yeah and and that was and the the real kicker for me was realizing that i had written an entire novel one hour a week yeah yeah that was life-altering for you um, and you know, that thing is on video. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So before we get to the takeaway, uh, I just wanted to remind you guys, you can follow us on the socials. That's at A-I-A-R-W-I-P on Twitter, Alone in a Room with Invisible People on Facebook, Alone with Invisible People on Instagram. You can find our website at alonewithinvisiblepeople.com. There are a lot of different ways that you can support the podcast. Go to Alone with Invisible People forward slash support us to find out more um there's a coffee account like uh, it's ko-fi.com forward slash alone where you can support us monthly there's paypal drop down on the top right of the website where you can support us you know at five ten and fifteen dollar increments and that's just a one-time thing or whenever you want but share share the podcast share it with your you know any social media that you can find Use the hashtag AirWhip, which is hashtag A-I-A-R-W-I-P. Um, I've been told I have underwhelmingly uh, mentioned the Redbubble shop. So I will mention we do have a Redbubble shop. It's under AirWhip. That's, a, again, A-I-A-R-W-I-P. We've got tote bags. We've got notebooks. We've got um, coffee cups. I, I posted and mom posted the her Christmas present this year, which was yeah. the coffee cup and the air whip notebook. And everybody started saying like, wait, what? There, You guys have merchandise? <laughs> <laughs> so I am sorry. Yes, we have stuff like that. We don't make a whole lot of money off of it. I just want to let you guys know the prices are pretty much set just to cover the manufacturing from Redbubble's end. But we do make a couple of dollars on certain things uh, on the stuff that you buy so if you buy it you are supporting us but it's really cool also share your coffee mug if you bought one share your you know phone case if you bought one of those <laughs> and share it on social media and tag us or use the hashtag air whip so that we can also say hey look this is really cool and also see that you bought our merch because that's exciting <laughs> so somebody bought a sticker and a coffee mug the other day and i was like oh I wish I had told them to tag us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, there's lots of different ways to support us and not all of it is my share with your writer friends, share the podcast, share your writing, you know, and, and yeah. another way to support us is just come in the forums and talk to us. Uh, Holly, what is the takeaway for this week? We have made a, a deal out of saying you can do this, but 
this is it is I spent I spent years of my life dreaming about doing this and the only thing that really kicked me in the ass was was having a moment when I realized that in order to do it I was going to have to write the damn book and dreaming doesn't get you anywhere it 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 will eat pieces of your life so while dreaming will not make your dream come true taking small achievable small steps and achievable goals and using small but consistent effort over a period an extended period of time will create the wonderful reality that wishing and dreaming won't and honest to god you can do this and this year we are going to be there to stand beside you and help you stick with it and help you reach those dreams absolutely 100 percent. we are we are going to be there we're going to show you that we walk the walk we don't just talk the talk we're going to show you our uh weekly achievements and we're going to be there for you we're gonna this is this is like the coolest thing because i i just wanted another like goal setting kind of how we can do this and and like little worksheets and stuff and maybe a planner sheet which i will share what I create to, to keep track of stuff. I'll, I'll have, I'll share that with folks if, if they want like a, a little planner version, or if you've got a Bujo and you do your own layouts, share yours. But the point that the thing that Holly created was so much bigger and it's so much more, um, it, it's, it's so much more supportive than I realized that, that we could create. And this is, this is a way that we can show you that, yeah, you can do it. Just remember, the most important thing is that you're setting a goal that is achievable, and it's yeah. based on something that you love and really want to do. And and if you have doubts, bring your goals in. Yeah, and ask. And and we we have set goals that worked, and we have set goals that didn't. Yeah, that were and, just too big and too vague. And yeah, ask people like, does this seem like an uh, achievable goal? Could I break it down further? And Everybody that's going to be a part of this can can help each other in finding, yeah. okay, well, this, you could break it down to this. So, right. yeah, that has been our podcast. Um, that hopefully, you know, go to the website, download the free download. And if you're like me and don't have the ability to print all of this out or want to put it in your <laughs> bujo instead of, you know, having it on these, these big 8 by 10 pieces of paper, do that. Find a way to go through the worksheet and create for yourself uh, these goals. And I just want to say we love you guys. We're excited to see what 2020 brings to the podcast, but also to see what it brings for you. And we are really looking forward to sharing it with you. Yes. So, yeah. So have a happy new year. Happy new year, guys. And and let's let's make this next one awesome.